Hello, I'm back. It's Story Shed. We are back with a new season of stories for you to enjoy. We are the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, aardvarks, artists, arm wrestlers, anybody out there who wants to join us. Here we are. We're back and I'm so glad you could join us. Now, this is episode 22. And it comes with a little bit of a caveat. So, grown-ups, just perk up your ears for a second. This episode is called Peter's Purple Pants. And despite the funny title, it is a story about loss. And it is a story about bereavement. So, this story comes with a little bit of a warning that it's perhaps not the most cheeriest story for bedtime. But it's an important one and deals with themes I think are important for discussion. However... If that's not what you're looking for with StoryShed, there's another episode, episode 23, I have released at the same time, How the Koala Lost Its Tail, so that is available as well. If you're happy to listen to both, listen to both. Oh, and at the end of both podcasts, episodes 22 and 23, there's a couple of hellos to some people out there who've got in touch recently. It's the same on both podcasts. So, without further ado, here we go, episode 22, it's Peter's purple pants. Let's open the door. Creak. Story Shed, episode 22, Peter's Purple Pants. Let's clear one thing up at the beginning of this story. What are pants? What do we mean by pants? Because while you might be shouting the answer at me right now, pants mean different things depending on where you live. Here in Britain, where I'm talking from, pants usually mean the things you wear under your trousers, the things you wear to cover your downstairs bits and pieces. But in America, your pants are your trousers. Trousers equals pants. And actually, there are parts of Britain which use pants to mean trousers. The northwest of England, for example. It can sometimes be a little confusing. Jonathan, take off your pants, they're filthy. I'm afraid Annabelle came to school without any pants on again today. Anyway, why this waffle, this piffle about pants? Well, you may have noticed that this story is called Peter's Purple Pants. And indeed, this is a tale about Peter and his purple pants. Pants meaning trousers, not your knickers not your undercrackers, because Peter lived in a part of England called Wigan, where they called trousers pants. Peter lived with his dad and his brother, Spike, in a two-up, two-down house. He was ten, he went to school, he played football and computer games, he fought with his brother and cuddled with his dad, he read comics and drew ninjas, he watched too much TV and he wrestled with his friends. He avoided girls and vegetables as much as he could. Oh, and every day... Every single day, Monday to Sunday and then Monday to Sunday again, he wore purple pants. Pants as in trousers, remember. Peter's purple pants. He refused to wear anything else and had been wearing the exact same pair for one year and one month now. Every day, in every weather, in school or at home, Peter would wear his purple pants. His dad had tried to get his son to wear something different but he never succeeded. They had had a pretty difficult year, and Peter's dad had bigger worries, so he soon gave up trying. Once a week, he would stay up late in order to wash and dry the pants so Peter could wear them the next day. If Peter noticed that they had been cleaned, he never mentioned it. 
Peter got teased at school occasionally. The purple pants clashed somewhat with the green school blazers. But that stopped pretty quickly. The children at school also knew Peter had had a tough time of late. Peter never talked about why he wanted to wear the same trousers over and over again. And even if he did, he wasn't sure he'd be able to properly explain. It was complicated. They just felt vital. It was unimaginable that he could wear something else. We might know a little bit more if we go back to the day he started wearing them. One year and one month ago. Peter is playing football in the garden with his brother. He's in goal again. Why did he always have to go in goal? The afternoon is bleeding into the evening and the sun is setting, turning the sky a deep rusty orange. Mum will be home soon, smelling of work. Spike is lining up to take a penalty when Peter hears the phone ring inside the house. The ball flies past Peter into the net and Spike does one of his annoying, over-the-top celebrations, running round, swinging his T-shirt over his head. Peter sees his dad inside on the phone, dragging his hand slowly down his face. Next door's dog, Jasper, starts barking. A flock of birds scatters from the tree that separates the two gardens. And then Dad calls them inside and sits them down on the sofa, which is weird. Peter feels suddenly sick. It's it's your mum, his dad says. She's had an accident. The days and weeks that came next were a blur of hospitals and sandwiches and next-door neighbours and TV. But one thing eventually became clear. Peter was never going to see his mum again. She'd been in a crash and they couldn't make her better. They had tried and tried, but they couldn't save her. Peter had never felt emptiness like it. His whole world shifted. Every interaction felt different. When he talked to someone, he felt like he was watching the conversation from above, watching himself talk and move and think and feel. He still had that feeling occasionally now, one year and one month later, but at the beginning he felt like that all the time. Sadness wasn't enough to describe how he felt. He had heard people around him use the word grief, but he wasn't really sure what that meant. The word Peter thought best described how he felt was empty. He felt empty like a shell. Exactly the same on the outside, but his inside had been sucked dry. The weeks passed. There was the funeral, of course. Dad made him wear a shirt and tie, which was uncomfortable and made him feel self-conscious. All the adults cried a lot, and Peter stared at his shoes. More weeks passed. He returned to school. Children looked at him a bit funny, and the teachers spoke to him differently, kinder, smilier. And through it all, he kept on his purple pants. They stayed the same. They didn't change. They felt reassuring. They reminded him of a time before, before, just before. Whenever Reuben or Lottie or whoever asked him why he wore them every day, he just shrugged and shuffled his feet and fiddled with his buttons and muttered. Eventually, people stopped asking. They just accepted it. He even wore them for P.E. Miss Fist, his teacher, never once questioned it. She said she understood and smiled a smile that made Peter at once completely comforted and deeply sad. At home, the only time his dad could get him to take them off was for bed, which is when he would whisk them away for their weekly wash. On a practical level, life for Peter, one year and one month after that day, had returned more or less to normal. He still went to school, still played football and computer games. He still fought with his brother and cuddled even more with his dad. 
He read comics and drew ninjas. He watched TV and still wrestled with his friends. He still avoided girls and vegetables as much as he could. It's just... It's just that all of these things he did with a little less energy, with a smaller smile and a lower laugh. It was hard to live life to the fullest when you felt empty inside. Even the avoiding girls thing he kind of decided wasn't worth the extra effort. And there was one particular girl, Alice, who before that day, one year and one month ago, he had barely spoken to, who he actually kind of quite liked. A bit, just a little bit. She liked comics too and was excellent at drawing. Some days, rather than playing football at break time, Peter would sit with Alice in the library and they would draw ninjas and monsters and weird fishes and kung fu ducks. And it was at these times that Peter felt less empty, felt something approaching happiness. Alice never asked about his mum, never questioned him about always wearing the same purple pants. In fact, they didn't even talk that much. They drew and shared their pictures and giggled, totally comfortable in each other's company their own bit of peace and quiet amid the noise of school. One Thursday lunchtime, Peter and Alice were in the library, silently but happily drawing and doodling. A group of girls had gathered the other side of the bookcase. Peter and Alice were hidden from their view. They were talking about Mr Flowers and about the weekend and about TV, and then, after a while, they started talking about Peter. Peter and Alice's eyes met and they paused their sketching. "'He's such a weirdo now,' one of them said. Yeah, he used to be all right, another replied. And why does he always wear those awful trousers, sneered a third. Do you think they were his mums, one of them asked, and the rest giggled. Peter's heart started racing and his face felt hot. He was about to get up and confront them when, without saying a word, Alice leant over and placed her hand on his. It was such a simple gesture and Peter felt immediately calm. He smiled a weak smile at Alice and suddenly nothing else mattered. The girls disappeared and Alice said, Ignore them. Peter said nothing. You know, if you ever want to talk... I know, said Peter. Can I just ask one question, said Alice. Sure. Why do you wear those purple pants? Peter looked at Alice and Alice looked at Peter. And they burst out laughing. Peter laughed, properly laughed, for the first time in one year and one month. And the very next day, he came to school wearing a pair of brand new black school trousers. There we go, that was episode 22, and I am now joined by our little helpers, Ida and Belle. Say hello, girls. Hello. Hi. Okay. So that was Peter's purple pants. First of all, tell me, what is Peter like? What's he like? What kind of boy is Peter? Um, He's just a normal boy. Boy who likes drawing ninjas and Wearing playing purple football. pants. And playing football and wrestling his friends. Super. And... At the centre of this story, there's a very sad event, isn't there? What What is the sad thing that happens to Peter? Um, his mum died. Yeah, so this is a very sad story, isn't it, where Peter loses his mum. Um, how do the children and the teachers at school treat him after that has happened? Well, the teachers talk to him a bit differently, like, more kindly. 
I wouldn't like that in my school no. if the teachers talk to me like that uh, differently. I wouldn't like it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't like attention. How does Peter change? How does he change? With, at the end, he wore black pants. He did, didn't he? And he he does everything with a little less more energy and a smaller smile. Good. But then he also changes in that he meets a new friend, doesn't he? Who's his new friend? Can you remember the name? Alice. Alice. And what do they like to do together? Uh, Go to the library and draw f- funny pictures. Laugh a lot. Good. And so why do you think Peter wears the same purple trousers, same purple pants, every day? Why do you think he wears them? Because... He was wearing them the day he found out that he couldn't see his mum again, so he just kept them on. Because he loved purple. He missed his mum, or maybe he just he felt more comfortable with them on all the time with them. How do you think Alice helped Peter? How do you think she helped him? He, she made her... She made him happy and they they giggled a lot and laughed and they were happy when they did stuff together they laughed a lot (laughs) good okay and my final question what are pants uh it depends where you are you could wear underpants or trousers pants (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much girls see you next time on story shed say bye 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 (laughs) bye bye There we go. Thank you to our little helpers, Ida and Belle. And as promised, I'm just going to say hello to a couple of people who've got in touch. I've uh, fallen out of the habit of doing this, but I'm going to try. If you have got in touch with us, either via email or Twitter or Facebook or leaving us a review, I'll do my best to catch up with some hellos because I do appreciate it. I love it. I love getting messages from people. It's so great. So first of all, hello to Duncan and Adeline from Australia, living in Jordan, whose grandma Sue sent us a message saying that they love listening to this and answering the questions at the end. That sounds very adventurous. Australian living in Jordan. Hello to you guys. Hello to Eva, who left us a lovely review saying that she wanted more podcasts because she'd learnt them all by heart. So hi, Eva. I'm not sure where you were sending from, but hello. And finally, hello to Jerry, listening in Birmingham, whose dad says he's a mega fan, whose favourite is apparently... Moon Goose. And I think I agree with that, actually, Jerry. I think that's my favourite too. So, hello, Jerry. Thanks so much for listening. Keep it up. And I'll see you all on the next episode of Story Shed.